things that I loved and things that were meaningful to me. And I would just give the piece to someone if they were flipping through my journal and they saw a picture that just stood out to them, I gave it to them as a gift. And so I didn't see how I could transition into selling my art because of that. I didn't want to take away from my why, why I was creating. Welcome to Finding Your Fears podcast, sharing lessons and stories about creating the life and business you deserve. With me, your fears guide, Carolyn Colleen. Welcome to Finding Your Fears podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have our very own Fierce Academy graduate, Miriam Kavanaugh. Miriam, thank you for joining today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this. Yes, I'm very excited. And in light of our events that we have with Fierce and Fulfilled, mm-hmm. and you are one of our speakers, I would love yeah. for you to share a bit about how you identified finding your fears. Sure. So I feel like for me and for a lot of people, finding your fears is all about stories and they build on each other. And so I can go all the way back to when I was two years old and I could not put down anything art related. My parents said as soon as I could hold a marker in my hand, I was coloring. So I can go all the way back there. That would take too long. So I won't do that today. But I think the stories that we have within our lives, we learn from and we grow from, and then we can build off of those in order to be where we are today. And so I think for me, one of the biggest pieces of where I'm at today is I am a full-time custom artist. I started my business four years ago. And how I got to that was just a fun journey. Lots of just kind of figuring out what I needed to do with my life, what I enjoyed, what I was passionate about. There was a lot of direction from the Holy Spirit. There was a lot of just people pouring into my life as well. And so I think it was a community effort Mm -hmm. in order to get to where I am today. Yeah, I love what you shared about one, Holy Spirit, and two, a community effort. And three, how it's layered, because isn't it true? It's continuous micro moves in order for us to continue to build the muscle in not only finding your fears, but realizing that you've always had it. And so within finding your fears and getting really ignited to what is meant for you, it is like you just said, seeking into the past in which to be in the present in order to identify what you already know and and then be able to seek into the future and and give back. And so can you share a bit more about what it is that you do and maybe some pivotal moments that helped you on your journey to identifying what your gift to the world is? So I'll start with what I do now because that's a little bit easier to nutshell. I'm a full-time custom artist. Like I said, what that means is I get to create for others what their vision may be. And so it could be a portrait. It could be a landscape that represents a memory. It could be cards. It could be windows for businesses, different things like that. And then I also incorporate custom into classes. So I've done sip and paint classes. I've done mommy classes, mommy and me's. 
I teach at Acton Academy art as well. And when I teach art classes, instead of doing one specific picture, I teach technique. So that way, everyone that comes to my class can create their own original masterpiece and feel like it's something that they wanted to create as well. And so all of those pieces I incorporate into my art and in my business. And along the way, I'm trying to think what a good starting point would be for that. I think one of the biggest pivotal pieces of my story would be learning different things about myself. And so the first learning experience I had was when I went to Ghana on a vision trip with Kim's Crusade. I was there and I had just this really hardened heart when I was there where I was very sarcastic. My friends didn't even know if I was being serious at that point. It was really hard for me to make and keep friends because of that. I had one of the leaders tell me while I was there in the most loving way possible, and I so appreciate her for this, but she said, Miriam, if you continue treating people the way that you are treating them right now, you're going to find yourself five years down the road with no friends. And I was like, ouch, but also how can I change? How can I change that? Because I didn't want to be in that position. And so that trip really helped me learn how can I soften my heart? How can I be intentional with people? How can I build relationships again? I forgot how to make friends because once you are no longer in school and when you are in the real world, how do you meet people? How do you make friends? It's a little different because you're not in class with them every single day or not, you're not in the same clubs as those people. And so that was the first step of my journey was just understanding I really need to learn how to be intentional with people, be genuine, learn how to listen again. I had always said that was a strength of mine and yet I wasn't using it anymore. And so just readjusting. And then the next time I had another adjustment moment, I would say was interestingly enough, the next time I went to Africa. And so I went back to Africa. I went to Tanzania this time for a mission trip. I was there for about a month. And essentially, we pioneered a ministry while we were out there. And so it was really beautiful to interact with all the people there. I was a lot better at the interactions with others. I had grown in people skills and how to build relationships but one piece of my life that I hadn't quite figured out was control. And how do I surrender that control? And so there was almost a week while I was there that I was sick and I couldn't do anything except lie on the couch and listen to worship music. And I was so frustrated because I was like, God, I am here to help people. I'm here for a mission trip. And yet I am the one who's just stuck being sick, not able to do anything. And I finally hit a moment where I realized that I needed to give up that control. Like the reason I was on this mission trip, yes, it was to help people, but it was also for personal growth reasons. I needed to learn how to give control back to God. And when I was laying on the couch, literally all I could do was listen to worship music. And so that's what I did. And there was a song that really stood out to me that just really kind of hit my heart in a special way while I was there. And almost immediately after I had made that, okay, God, like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm present. I'm going to receive what you want to tell me. That's when I started feeling better. 
And so I took that song and the lyrics. I think it's called Lift My Eyes by Rich Mullins. The, the lyrics that I took that really sunk in for me were I will lift my eyes to the mountains. Or I will lift my eyes to the maker of the mountains I can't climb. I will lift my eyes to the healer of the hurt I hold inside. And I took those lyrics and I created this art piece where I was able to express what I was feeling through the lyrics, but also what I was seeing in that piece. And that's the first time I made a lyrics drawing. And since then, I have continued to do that. Every time a song sticks out to me or a Bible verse comes into my head, there's a reason. And so I create this watercolor piece or marker and ink based piece and it's representative of whatever that is that stuck out to me and I've also recognized that that is also not just for me it's for someone else for me to give that to mm -hmm. as well and so that year my mom for my birthday which was in January she gave me this lyrics journal for me to just create as many pictures as I wanted to it was just a sketchbook and every time I just felt led to create something, I would create in there. It's where I started growing in watercolor. It's where I started just really being intentional with my prayer and with trying to understand what God was trying to teach me during that year. And I finished that journal the same week as my birthday, a year later. So it's just a year's worth of personal development, a year's worth of spiritual development and artistic development as well. I had gotten really, really skilled in watercolor and I never thought that was a medium I would fall in love with, yet I did. And so now I take those skills with watercolor and I take the skills I have with all other materials I've worked with and I'm able to create pieces that are representative of an individual or representative of a memory or a moment. And it's something that is very special to that person. And so I never planned on starting a business from that. I was just creating and it was based off of things that I loved and things that were meaningful to me. And I would just give the piece to someone if they were flipping through my journal and they saw a picture that just stood out to them, I gave it to them as a gift. And so I didn't see how I could transition into selling my art because of that. I didn't want to take away from my why, why I was creating. And five years ago now, I believe it was, I went to the district youth conference as a leader and I met an artist there whose name is Lance Brown. He has a, a beautiful ministry called Painted Christ. And he is a self-taught, colorblind artist. And he is just incredibly skilled in very, very detailed paintings and also very expressionistic paintings as well. If you look him up, you can see he's very expressionistic with how he creates on this giant canvas. Usually it's during a song. And at the end of the song, he'll flip the canvas upside down and you can see what he created because you can, you're a little confused while he's painting. You're like, oh, he keeps messing up the poor guy. Like what's going on? But then at the end of the song, he flips the canvas over and you see the face of Christ or you see the American flag being incorporated into a soldier or whatever scene it is that he's created. And he's able to take this ministry globally and fully support his family through it. 
And I met him. I talked to him. I shared my story with him. And that's where I learned those details of his story, too. He almost completely got rid of his ministry because of other circumstances. But then he was rediscovered and his business and ministry just blew up. And he told me, you know, I'm kind of right where I was before I started my ministry. And I showed him my lyrics journal. He's like, these are beautiful. And he picked out a piece, actually. And we traded art that night. And so he took one of my lyrics drawings and I took one of his prints. And um, that was another pivotal moment for me where I, I realized maybe I could have a business where I can sell my art and it can provide for me and my family but it doesn't have to take away from why I create. Mm -hmm. And so that was when I created my name, which is Joyful Light. I think that's a representation of what I want to be viewed as to this world. I believe that we are the light to this world. And so we get to shine in different areas and God gets to shine through us. So I want to have that be the first thing people see when they see my business is my name. And then I'm able to use these skills that I've received and that I've worked on and refined. And I'm able to create these beautiful pieces for people that you otherwise can't receive. Like one of the pieces I made this year actually was for an individual whose father had passed away. And this was a gift to her. And so she had no idea this was being created, but she the person that commissioned this piece had sent me photos of her father in his military uniform and a couple other portrait pieces, black and white, and one photo of her that they thought looked really nice. And they wanted me to paint this woman sitting on a bench with her father, with his arm around her, looking down at her lovingly, surrounded by flowers, primarily Easter lilies, and then lyrics for, to a song on the top of the piece. and. I was able to create that for them, which you can't, you can't get that anywhere else. I used multiple, multiple sources to create this piece. And I thought it was, I, I think, and she thought it was a beautiful representation of the two of them when I presented it to her as well. And so I think that is a way that I can continue doing what I love but still have a representation of who I am at the core of my mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. Creating those meaningful moments for others. something that's timeless. As we talk about fighting your fears and really revealing, digging deep and revealing our core and our authenticity and what we're truly meant for. You said earlier sure. in your first story about almost like a, when I think of that first story around how you showed up the first trip to Africa and that mentor that said, hey, Miriam, it's time to take your mask off. Whatever you're hiding from, that's, it's going to cost you. And so how valuable that, that bit of information was. But then also you had to do the work. You had to show up. You had to authentically sit and mm -hmm. accept that. And, 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 Within many places within our adult world, there's areas where we may have curiosity in how we might show up better, how we might lean into what we're meant for. However, there's also those elements of fear and those elements yeah. of the masks that we wear. Um, 
because we're protecting ourselves from rejection. Maybe it's, you know, perhaps we, you know, an element of control or, or whatever those things are that kind of hold us back from truly leading into what we're meant for and who we really are and how yeah. blessed you were to receive that information, receive that gift, but then also yeah. even more so you were blessed with acting on it and, yeah. and finding and igniting your ferocity in order to say, hmm, ouch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that hurt, and you very well could have, and I'm sure you know, you know, uh, all the options you could have gone through, which would have been shutting down, maybe yeah. becoming more sarcastic, perhaps, you know, not leaning into your true beauty and your true gift, mm-hmm. right? And so, how lovely that that experience was in navigating in identifying your ferocity, saying you don't know this is a gift, yeah. seeing it in that way, and then growing mm-hmm. from it. Absolutely. Well, that's that's very powerful, and so I I see that in that ferocity in that moment of that story that you shared, and then also your second story of your second trip to Africa. How absolutely amazing! Yeah, it, it, it elevates your your servant leadership in that. Yeah, you have an opportunity to go and serve, and and not only that, you're serving with intention to find yourself as well and be mm-hmm. hit with illness which just shows our humanity and I love how you shared that it was beautiful because the way that you saw the world and well what am I going to do here I mean, don't have a lot of choices <laughs> yeah. um, I am going to lift up my spirit with Christian rock <laughs> and, and, and music uh, compared to you had many choices. You mm-hmm. could have really felt down for yourself. Right. You could have chosen the easy route of you know, being a grump and just saying, forget it, send me home, you know, or, or whatever that, you know, whatever all those options yeah. are that come to mind. But instead, you chose to fill yourself up. Mm. with prayer through music through creativity through what lights your soul and once again getting into authenticity doing the hard work which can because within finding your fears it's seeking when is that time when you did you had you had a choice to make just like in the hero's journey within Acton. yeah all have a choice to make what do you make What choice Mm -hmm. do you make in your darkest hour? And it's not easy. You made that positive choice to fill yourself up with something that feeds your soul compared to pulling away from it. And then again, you did it again in your next story where you met the artist that you looked up to and being seen. How powerful Mm -hmm. is that? You were able to be seen. And through that, I could hear in your voice how you were lit up in which I would say, yes, this is what I'm meant for. This does have value. And now I have an opportunity to share that light with others through the memories that you're capturing, through the way that you see that unique creativity in each human, particularly in the students that you work with at Acton and seeing their creative light, 
And then also now where you are today in that you've identified that creativity is goes even further than the paintbrush to the canvas in further develop your creativity in relationships. And I'd love for you to share a bit of that as well, because as being a creative director, mm-hmm. how, how how did you come to finding creativity in humans? That's another, I think, lifelong realization that I've come to over the years. And one thing that I love to draw out of people is the fact that they are creative. And as soon as I say that to someone, they might be like, oh, I can barely draw a stick figure. That is like, the top response I get from people that don't see themselves as being artistic, but you don't have to have artistic skills to still be creative because creativity involves critical thinking. Creativity involves entrepreneurial mindset. And so if you're a business owner, you have creativity because you have to problem solve. You have to figure out how you're going to run your business, how you're going to grow your business, how you are going to overcome obstacles. That is all creativity. And I think right now it's very hard for some people to realize that that is creativity. And so they don't think they're creative and they talk down on themselves. They're like, oh, I could never do X, Y, and Z. But in reality, everyone has creativity within them. It's just a matter of how you use it. For me, I use creativity in artistic skills and talents, but I also love to sing. I love to dance it out. I love going to theater and I love doing things like that too. And so creativity is all around us. And I think part of that is, you know, we are created. And so if we have a creator and we represent him, that means that we have a little bit of that within us as well because we are representations of the creator so yeah those are some of the pieces of insight that i have gained over the years and i love to draw it out of people and even with artistic skills i love drawing that out of people too my husband is one of those people who would say i can't even draw a stick figure he works in it he's very numbers oriented and yet When I did a couple's painting night, I needed a sample. And so he very graciously joined me in painting a piece together. And that is what I use now as an example. If I can teach my husband to paint this, I can teach you. And so I think when it comes to artistic skills, if you can find a way to simplify it, you can learn it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, I love it's it's so true that we have creativity and 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 mm-hmm. because we have a creator <laughs> and right. and and could you share a little bit about what it means to be the creative director for acting? So, this is a position that I get to have a little bit of flexibility with, but with the creative director, I make connections with people. I am able to find different businesses and individuals that would be a great fit to bring into the Acton family. I'm able to be an art guide as well. And so, similar to how the guides at Acton are not the teachers, we are guides to help 
the learners find their path and learn how to teach themselves in a way. We provide the atmosphere for them to learn and to grow. I do that with art as well. And so it's been kind of interesting to figure out how to teach art without teaching art, if that makes sense. But I'm able to show the kids, hey, here's this new material. This is how you use it. But then there's freedom in how they use it. And so I might have a project where we're doing self-portraits. But there's so much flexibility with what a self-portrait is. A self-portrait is something that represents you. And so it could be just a bunch of pictures of things you love. It could be a poem that you write that has to do with who you are. It could be abstract and it could represent maybe the emotions that you're feeling or it could represent your personality or it could be a picture of you. And so there's a lot of ways that you can interpret self-portrait. And if I provide the materials for you to use and maybe a few skills along the way, if you're trying to navigate, how do I draw a nose? Then we can maybe go through that together. But otherwise there is freedom with how the kids are able to learn and grow in that too. But that's on the artistic side. And then on the creative side is those connections. It's teaching kids that they are able to be independent, that they are able to be whole humans, what that looks like. It's drawing out that entrepreneurial spirit in them because that's another piece of what Acton is all about, is how can I be the best version of myself? That involves creativity because you have to think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to come up with ideas. That's all creative. And so those are little pieces of what I'll be able to kind of touch on with being the creative director. Beautiful. And yes, creativity is something that is uniquely human. And, yeah. And with that, being able to bring that creativity to all, not only kids, but adults, and with our Fierce and Fulfilled events. And as we continue on our journey of further creating transformation and finding your fierce for women, share a little bit about what you do for Fierce and Fulfilled events. So I will be a speaker there, but I will also be an instructor. And so at Fierce and Fulfilled, it's going to be two days this this time around, which is super exciting. Friday evening, you can come and you can participate in our pajama party where we're doing facials and foot soaps, but we're also doing a sip and paint class. And so for that, my friend Anna, who was on this podcast before, she and I are going to go through a time of meditation where because this is the start of the Fierce and Fulfilled event, it's a great way to ground yourself. And it's a great way to visualize how you want to perceive from the event for the rest of the weekend. And so instead of painting specific objects or landscapes, we're going to be doing abstract painting this time around. We're going to represent emotion we're going to represent what your vision is for this year but it's going to be a little bit different than what you may think for a typical vision board but then you can take this picture and you can put it where you can see it and you can remember how you felt at the event you can remember those sparks that got ignited through fierce and fulfilled and you can take that feeling with you 
as you continue to process through what your vision was and how you're going to achieve your goals and different things like that. So that is going to be the sip and pain without sharing too much because Mm -hmm. you have to experience it for yourself. But that's the head version of what we'll be doing. And then at the event on Saturday, I will be speaking on vision because there's been some incredibly beautiful things that have happened in my life life this last year. And a lot of that started from the last Fierce and Fulfilled event, which I went to. And after that, I went to Fierce Academy and graduated from that to start the year off. And then my husband and I have been just incredibly blessed this last year. And I'll get to share my story through that, all starting with the vision that I was able to receive from Fierce and Fulfilled last time. What exciting. I'm so excited. It's it's amazing and and fun and yes, getting grounded in order to set ourselves up for the most successful year ever. And and there's a question that I ask every podcast guest is, as we look at our, our, our day, every day, we have 24 hours. What is it, what would you do? And sometimes what we happens is that, you know, it's, we only have 24 hours within a day. Sometimes we get going and we wish we could just have a few more minutes in our day. <laughs> what if a magic wand gifted you five minutes? What would you do with that extra five minutes in your day? I feel like for me, it would be something I love. And that might be different on any given day, whatever those five minutes are given to me. But I might snuggle my kitties a little bit longer because sometimes they're just too cute and I don't want to get up, but I have to. And so I might do that. (laughs) I might have a dance party because that's just super fun. And that's a great just release of emotion. And so I might dance it out. I might listen to a worship music that I love. Yeah, something I might do a quick painting because... Sometimes doing the faster things when it comes to art, it helps you refine skills Mm -hmm. and kind of touched on fear earlier and how sometimes there is fear involved with making decisions to change. Well, when it comes to the artistic journey, you have to try new things in order to grow. And so I might try a new skill. I might try a new material. So, yeah. Yeah. Whatever I decide is something I love to do is what I think I will do on that day. Yes. Focusing in love and finding your fears. Thank you, Miriam, for being on Finding Your Fears podcast today. Thank you for the nuggets and stories around how you identified finding your fears and now how you help others do the same. Thank you so much. And everyone listening, come to our website. Come to carolynkelleen.com. Come see and get involved in Fierce Network. And come to our events page to see when the latest event is and if you can attend it. We'd love to see you there. And thank you for being here. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Finding Your Fierce podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button so you get notified every time a new episode releases. Please share this episode with someone who might want a little more fierce in their life. And for more information about how we can work together, go to carolyncolleen.com. Talk to you soon.